You're listening to South Florida Journal. I'm Adam Burak. And I'm Frank Macrino. This week, we continue a periodic feature with Dr. Otto Sirajadini, Dean of the FAU College of Science. Ask a Scientist uses the methods of science to help us better understand stories making South Florida headlines. This week, Dean Sirajadini focuses on sea turtles and their reproduction habits. Last month, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported its latest statewide nesting counts for sea turtles. Leatherbacks saw a slight increase, but the number of loggerhead nests declined by 5,000 between 2017 and 2018. While thousands of hatchling sea turtles emerge from their nests to enter the ocean each year, it's estimated that only a handful will survive to adulthood. Due to a variety of pressures, such as poaching, ocean pollution, and climate change, nearly all species of sea turtles are classified as endangered. Dean Sirajadini recently sat down with Dr. Jeanette Weineken, a professor in FAU's biology department, to discuss her research on sea turtles. Thank you for joining us today, Jeanette. Thank you much for having me. Please tell us what your research on sea turtles looks like and what you're looking to study in terms of their behavior and what we know about them. Okay, so I'm going to start by telling you a bit about sea turtles in Florida. Florida is one of the most important places in the world for sea turtle reproduction. The beaches in Florida provide uh, habitat for about 90% of all of the hatchlings that come out of the United States and about 85% of all of the loggerheads in the northern half of the Atlantic Ocean. So it's a pretty darn important place. Uh, The second thing I want you to know is that sea turtles are like many other reptiles, and these animals do not have sex chromosomes. They have what's called environmentally determined sex, which means when an egg is laid, it's not a male or a female embryo. It's an embryo that can become either male or female depending on the environment of the nest. These nests are underground and they are not tended by the mom. They're not like a bird nest. Um, But what that means is that the sex ratios of each generation are determined by the weather. And as the weather changes, that's a big deal because if it's... In the case of sea turtles, too warm, we get all females. If it's too cool, we get all males. Well, we're in South Florida, so we don't see too much too cool. How do you actually go about measuring the temperature of these nests to get the observations you need? Well, that's a messy system. When I say messy, it means one part of the beach may get shaded earlier than another. One part might get rained on and another not and so on. So those things really modify the incubation environment and certainly the temperature. It's a big deal to measure that. So we started off by determining that we could put little temperature monitoring devices, they're called temperature data loggers, inside the nest without influencing the hatching, without modifying the the nest environment ourselves. And so we started doing that, and we record the temperature every 15 minutes throughout incubation. So we'll go out at night when the turtles are nesting in the late spring and summer, and if we're lucky enough to intercept a turtle while she's actually dropping her eggs, we can sneak our temperature data logger in while she's nesting. If not, the turtle leaves a pretty big track. These are not tiny animals when they're adults. So we can follow those tracks and locate the nest and take out a few eggs 
with permission, of course, from the uh, permitting agencies, and uh, put our temperature loggers in. And then we don't get them back for anywhere from a month and a half to up to three months, depending on the species and what part of the season it incubates in. So uh, sometimes those are pretty big data sets. I'd like to know how you determine the sex of each of these turtles. We capture a small fraction of the of each nest that we've had uh, as a study nest, and uh, it's usually about 10 hatchlings. We bring them into the FAU Marine Laboratory, and we raise them until they're about the size of the palm of my hand. And at that point, they've used up all of their yolk, and there's uh, room to look inside, and we can see whether their gonad is an ovary or a testis. And then... Uh, we give them a little time to recover, and then they get a ride offshore, and they're, they, they get put out in their natural habitat. I see. And after those observations are taken, then you can produce a model that helps you better understand the effect of uh, nest temperature on the sex of the turtle. So how does the modeling of the nest temperatures and sea turtle sex ratios actually work? So the the original models were based just on temperature. That's where the hot chicks, cool dudes comes in. But we've also discovered that that system was not as good at predicting as what we needed. So we started looking at other things that influence the nest temperature, and rainfall ended up being a really big deal. And so my students and I have been now monitoring rainfall and its effect on nest temperatures and it's actually its effect on how the egg uh, responds to temperature as well. And so our hypothesis of, you know, we, that we thought we were going to be able to tell the managers that the uh, turtles are incubating at this temperature and we'll get this sex ratio, well, that's not quite as clean as what we thought. So we modified our hypothesis now and and so we now talk about hot, moist nests and hot, moist females and hot, moist males, because sometimes the nest may, might be a temperature you'd think would give females, but if it's moist enough, it can give us some males, too. That's a really important thing to discover because, as we've mentioned, the, the weather events really modify the response of these uh, nests. And... Uh, and that's going to be really important as the climate is changing. Right. Now, Jeanette, you touched on the observation that the earth is warming up and that since the nest temperatures influence the sex of the turtles, what is the future then of the ratio of males to females among turtles as the earth warms up? There's a couple of things we've observed. The first thing is that we're seeing more turtles nesting earlier in the season. It's not a big percentage. Maybe about 10% are nesting earlier in the season than they used to. And uh, that may be due to ocean temperatures. We're not really sure at this point. And the second thing is we're seeing our nest temperatures get warmer and warmer and warmer. So unless we have a year with a lot of rain and a lot of clouds, the nests are getting pretty darn hot. And if they get too hot, we have dead eggs. And we've seen that for um, in 2015, 2016, and 2017. We saw a really big problem with the incubation temperatures getting too hot. 
so that we not only did not see males from the natural nests, we saw high mortality in the eggs. So it was too hot. hot. So in terms of answering the, the question, well, what's the future of turtles? Um, these animals have been around about 230 million years. Well, there have been periods of what we call hothouse earth and periods of what we call icehouse earth. So the turtles as a group have... Uh, many have gone extinct. Many have persisted. There are some components to the lives of turtles that obviously have persisted and allowed them to persist for that many millions of years. The oldest species are about 100 million years old, and those animals, well, we'll have to see. It's not going to be a quick answer. The bottom line is that the species has lasted hundreds of millions of years, and somehow they have been able to adjust to the changes in the Earth's climate over that time period. Some of the species have been able to adjust to the climate, whether it's moving to a cooler place, nesting at an earlier part of the season, or their embryos and their reproductive physiology may have some plasticity that we have yet to understand. I think our listeners would love to know more about your research being performed at the FAU Gumbo Limbo Marine Lab. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. That's one of my favorite topics. So, yes, the the FAU Marine Lab is located uh, on a on A1A in Boca Raton. The address is 1801 North Ocean Boulevard. We're there seven days a week. The FAU Marine Lab is one of the components of the Gumbo Limbo Environmental Complex. So FAU has a big presence there. uh, And we have a visitor's gallery. So people can come through, look down on our science, see what we're doing, and not only us, but several other investigators doing other kinds of science and the marine systems, and uh, talk to our students, and talk to us, and we uh, welcome visitors to talk to us. Uh, It's a great opportunity. It's a great facility. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Professor Weineken is in the biology department at Florida Atlantic University.